Another Digital Citizen Another Digital Citizen Another Digital Citizen Another Digital Citizen Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to this new podcast. Uh, it's so new that we have 266 shows. That means we are 400 from being very funny, because then it would be 6666. Uh, hi, Luke, uh, Mini, Devil, you. Yes, Satan. Hilarious comedian Satan. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, love his stand-up. Satan. <laughs> Have you ever seen um, uh, uh, Ronan Atkins as the devil? In what? I don't remember. Uh, he, he did a stand-up. And he, and, uh, he, oh, one of his he, stand-up bits. Okay, no, I haven't yeah. seen this. It's so fucking funny. You should uh, look up that. Uh, yeah, he's like, uh, oh, welcome to hell. He's having a briefing for people. <laughs> right, yeah. It's kind of funny. Uh, hey, um, I think I sound uh, more uh, cheaper and more positive than I did uh, last week. It could be that I had more sleep this time. From, from, right, yeah. From... <laughs> but it also could do something to do with the election, maybe? Because I was, uh, I was pretty sure Trump had won uh, last week. Right. I was not as convinced. I, I said last week it could go either way. Of course, we did the show on Tuesday or Wednesday last week. The election was on Tuesday, uh, so right. Uh, on Wednesday, it seemed like it could go either way because of the how the numbers looked. On Tuesday mm-hmm. night, though, it seemed really leaning towards Trump, like, he had more paths to win, but then what ended up happening uh, Tuesday night was, at least the Associated Press called Arizona for Biden, and then on Wednesday, the number, the the paths looked different, like, they both had, like, one path to victory, basically, so the the odds were even at that point, and I don't think Fro was taking that into account, he was more going off the numbers of the Tuesday night events, um, but, I mean, it all boiled down uh, Friday, pretty much. Like, well, a few people called it on Friday. Um, a few polling places and, what, Vox and a couple other newspapers called it. Mm. Uh, I think they were all using kind of the same polling people, and that's why they all called it, because this one polling place did. And then Saturday morning is when everybody else called it. Um, like ABC, CBS, you know, NBC, all those other places. Do you want to guess what news network was the latest to call it? Because I, I for some strange reason, know that. The ones that were the latest to call it? Okay. Yeah. Do, do you know who that who, who, who was? It was Fox. Oh, what a shock. And they were the first, one of the first ones to call Arizona. I think they called it at the same yeah. time the Associated Press did. Or even yeah. maybe before, and apparently Trump and the Trump people are super mad at Fox for calling yeah. Arizona for Trump. Arizona, so early, yeah. 
For, for Biden, you mean? Um, for Biden, right. Which, like... Yes. That, I mean, they are a news organization to a degree, I guess, right? So they kind of have to do their job, but... <laughs> to a very, very, very narrow degree, yes. Right. Uh, so they kind of I mean, have to maintain some type of integrity, I guess. And if they saw that that was the way it was going, they kind of had to do it. Uh to save face. You know what? But at the same I, time, I, it's I, hilarious I, to see people who are so diehard yeah. Fox people just abandon it, kind of, you know, like boycott it almost. I, I, I find it kind of funny because uh, they did something else this week that was kind of also very un Fox uh, worthy. Uh, 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 the press briefing uh, from the White House, they cut it because. She, uh, the lady that was speaking was speaking so much bullshit that right. even Fox News wouldn't fucking have it on. And you know, you know, you 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 talk you, you talk at too much bullshit when Fox News doesn't want to to send you like press briefing or at least that one specific <laughs> anchor. Because I saw the clip of it. He he cut away and basically said. All right, we have to cut away because they're not telling truths here. Basically, right? Uh, yeah. There's too much bullshit. We can't just like be airing this. It's not, um, <laughs> it's not safe for our network or something. You know what I mean? Because like, yeah. if you air it, then your network can awesome. get in trouble yeah. as well. So I understand yeah. that. But like I said, Joe Biden won the presidential election. We didn't say that yet. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow, yeah. Uh, beating. Trump, or at least they have called it. He's the president-elect now. Uh, of course, Kamala Harris becoming the first black uh, Asian American uh, vice president in U.S. history, uh, as well mm -hmm. as female, obviously. Uh, that's exciting, I guess. I mean, that's like a big step in for America in a way. One giant leap. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, and Trump is not does not seem like he's interested in conceding the election. No. <laughs> but I mean, I, 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 I'm not, I'm, I'm not super surprised by that. I'm, I'm somewhat surprised that uh, his anger management, uh, uh, people said, go and play golf. But I don't know. I mean, there's a two sides, I think, right now. Uh, in the White House, the one half, the one. This is what I've been hearing. The one half of the White House, even some of his family, saying, "Hey, you need to concede. Go do this. Go get it done. Just get it over with, so right. we can move on." And then and the I'm other not. half that was like, "We're gonna, <laughs> we're not gonna concede. We're gonna keep going on with this." And you sent me an article this morning having to do with Georgia and how that might mm -hmm. be playing into it because they want to maintain the Trump name to try to win these seats in Georgia, which is a big battleground right now yeah. for the Senate, right? Uh, the thing is, they have decided that they are actually going to recount every fucking vote in Georgia. They're going to hand count, even, is what I read. Yeah. They're going to do a complete yeah. hand count. Uh, so we're going to... All votes, and that is a lot of votes. That will Georgia. not change the presidential election in any way. No, um, no. Biden has, it still is too far ahead. Even if Georgia flipped, Biden would still be winning. Uh, so that's not... The thing about Georgia is the Senate. Uh, I think there's two Senate seats there that are up for grabs. Right. And so yes. it, it has to do with getting control of the Senate. Um, 
um, or maintaining control of the Senate, I guess, for the Republicans. But but for Republicans, it seems like it's like embracing it as Trump's last stand, almost. Well, I, I've been seeing a lot of talk about tr- uh, Trump running again in 2024. Um, right, me too. That the next four years, they're not... We're, it's just going to be a big campaign four years for Donald right. Trump so they can build... They ha- they'll have four years to do uh, negative ads against Kamala Harris because guess what? I'm guessing Biden won't be in for a second term. He's even said, I only want to be in one term and that will probably get a Kamala Harris running in 2024 against Trump. And what Trump will be doing for the next four years is running... Uh, a campaign against Kamala Harris. That's what I see happening mm-hmm. for the next four years. So if you thought yeah. Trump getting out of office would get rid of Trump, no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. We're going to have four years of more of campaigning <laughs> with Trump now. Yeah, no, I, I, I totally fucking agree with you. And I think it's super sad uh, that you're 110% correct. Because, I mean, he's going to use this for everything that it's like. He's going to say, oh, this has been been rigged, this has been rigged, this has been rigged. We are going to hear this has been rigged for four fucking years. And then he's going to do it again. And the Republicans in the Senate, who are more the who are more than likely going to have complete control are going to do everything they can to keep Biden from doing anything or the Democrats from doing anything so that when it's Donald Trump in 2024 running, he can say, look, they had four years to do something and they didn't do anything. They didn't do anything. Right. (laughs) This is how politics works. And what's horrible is that then let's say Trump or Trump Jr. gets in and we get four years of him. What's going to happen is they're going to turn everything around that Biden turned around uh, that Trump did, they're going to turn around that, and then four years later we're going to get an, a, another Democratic president, and they're just going to turn around everything that Trump Jr. did, or oh. Ivanka, and so all it's going to be is this yo-yo of government that never goes anywhere and never gets anything done, because every four years it, it just gets repealed. Yeah. It's the circle of life. <laughs> but Christian yeah. prophets who had uh, who had Holy who had decided that they, they would proclaim President Donald Trump would win without question in his reelection. Uh, mm. Now, with Joe Biden named president-elect, church leaders are either apologizing or doubling down on <laughs> predicting Trump in a comeback uh, led by the Supreme Court. Several evangelical and Christian leaders, including Pat Robertson, Paula White, and Jeff uh, Robert Jeffries, all made bold claims predicting a sweeping Trump victory. Those hoping those hopes were dashed Saturday, as nearly every every major news outlet called it for Biden, uh, promoting a scrambling effort among the so-called prof- prophets to explain their glaring error in, in interpreting God's word, <laughs> right? Uh, two Christian leaders who prophesized Trump on Election Day are responding in separate ways. A North Carolina-based prophet, Jeremiah Johnson. That can't be his real name, right? It's like the song. I hope it is. Oh, yeah. Jeremiah Johnson is predicting Trump to be reclaimed victor- to reclaim victory as God exposes voter corruption. 
while another pastor, Chris Val Uten in California, apologized for the missing for missing the prophecy on Trump defeating Biden. Uh, he said it was a major, major mistake after correctly prophesizing Trump would be removed, wouldn't be removed uh, in, by impeachment earlier this year. And then this guy I read um, went back on on this. Uh, it says here Chris Valton has since deleted his Instagram apology for getting the election wrong. Followers had accused him of casing, caving to bipartisan election officials. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's been so much. I think. I think the most. The most. Uh, like from every Republican media I have l- looked at this week, it's like this is uh, this is rigged. This is rigged. This is rigged. This is rigged. Like, uh, I I can't, like, I, I, it was very funny because, like, uh, Trump tweeted, like, we need to stop the voting. And 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 uh, in one state, he was a little behind. And then he was like, oh, you need to have more voting here. <laughs> it's like, he, you either count or you don't fucking count. Right. The uh, and, protesters, yeah. is that what you're talking about? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. And then so funny. So in Arizona, they they were calling for uh, count the vote, and then in Pennsylvania, they're saying right. stop stop the count. And then Trump <laughs> Trump tweets out uh, stop the vote or stop the count. I think it was stop the count. Right. But if they would have stopped the count right when he tweeted out stop the count, <laughs> he would have lost. Right, because he's way yes. behind. So why? <laughs> Doesn't make any sense as to uh, what their message is, other than just trying to uh, so uh, just so di- dissent in his base be- because he feels like he's losing. Uh, but they're still not apparently conceding. And even yesterday, Mike Pompeo came out and said he's looking in in that he's seeing that there will be a smooth transition to a second. Trump administration, even though we think he lost. Ooh. So let's go ahead and watch this video from mm-hmm. from C- C-SPAN. Give me a countdown when you're ready. And three, two, one, play. Hi. Uh, is the State Department currently preparing to engage with the Biden transition team? And if not, at what point does a delay hamper a smooth transition or pose a risk to national security? There will be a smooth transition to a second trial. <laughs> right. we're, we're ready. The, the world is watching what's taking place here. We're going to count all the votes. When the process is complete, there will be electors selected. There's a process. The Constitution mm-hmm. lays it out pretty clearly. The world should have every confidence that the transition necessary to make sure that the State Department is functional today, successful today, and successful with the president who's in office on January 20th, a minute afternoon, will also be successful. I went through a transition on the front, and I've, I've been on the other side of this. I'm very confident that we will uh, do all the things that are necessary to make sure that the, the government, the United States government, will continue to perform its national security function as we go forward. So you believe there's widespread voter fraud, that the reports that we're getting from Pennsylvania, from Michigan, showing vote totals and massive leads or significant leads, 
with 99% reporting are going to be overturned and that the United States failed to conduct a fraudulent free election? Rich, I'm the Secretary of State. <laughs> I'm getting calls from all across the world. These people are watching our election. They understand that we have a legal process. They understand that this <clears throat> takes time. Right? It took us 37 plus days in an election back in 2000. We conducted a successful transition then. I'm very confident that we will count and we must count every legal vote. Legal sure vote. Any vote right. that wasn't lawful ought not be counted. Yeah. That dilutes your vote if it's done improperly. Got to get that right. When we get it right, we'll get it right. <laughs> So, yeah, he, he's pulling up the Republican talking point that's been going around this week of the legal mm. vote as opposed to the illegal votes, uh, which different reasons for different places, I guess, that they had this one thing that was supposed to be Sharpie Gate, where it was like, yeah, uh, yes, I think it was Arizona, right? They were told this lady was told to use a sharpie but then people looked into it and in the rules of voting in arizona they say preferably use a sharpie in the rules of voting right. in arizona uh what was the other one that happened uh u.s postal worker taking fraud right what happened yeah. with that one from yeah because uh, uh <laughs> there was a whistleblower uh that said that oh there has been uh yeah, <laughs> uh, what, uh, what a fraud! And then uh, the whistleblower completely uh, recant his allegation. When he realized, I think what happened is he realized, oh wait, if I lie about this, like in court, I can get in right. very serious trouble. Uh, <laughs> so I better fess up now before I get in a situation yeah. where if I do lie, I I'm fucked. Right? Yeah. I think that is, uh, yeah. But it, he signed the false uh, affidavit there. Oh, then I he's going to get in that... trouble for that. Yeah, that's, you can't yeah. do that. That's uh, signing in a uh, false, falsifying uh, document. Right, so. So that's, uh, but uh, Hopkins denied that he had uh, uh, recanted his testimony on a video on YouTube on Tuesday night. I did not recant my statement, he said. So, who knows? Yeah, I mean, that was pretty much the election, excuse me. Uh, unless you can think of anything else we missed election-wise. I mean, we're still yeah, waiting for some, so much. Yeah. We're still waiting for some kind of uh, uh, conceding uh, eventually is what I'm thinking, but uh, the Trump administration is suing a whole bunch of states, but that yeah. in and of itself, like if it was one state they were focused on, like in 2004 when it was Gore-Bush, right? Yeah, there was one Florida. state, Florida, that, that yeah. everybody was focused yeah. on, but this is multiple states that he has to win mm -hmm. every one of these legal fights in every one of these states for it to have any effect. So the chances of it are slim to none uh that's why we're calling everybody's calling it for biden even with the legal battles um i mean it's plausible in an, an alternative universe but <laughs> i don't think it's very likely i think the major networks could have called this on friday yeah by the numbers it was possible to call it on friday uh they chose not to i think they 
wanted to extend it another day because they knew they were getting good ratings and everybody was paying attention to the election and they could get another day of really good ratings out of it. The networks were like, yeah, we'll just wait and call it tomorrow because we can say it's, it is close, so it's close enough we can say it's too close to call and we'll get another day of good ratings. I don't know. There's a little of that happening as well. Um, but overall, I'm, I guess I'm happy. Yeah. Uh, let's see if we have even uh, more amazing news. Uh, Pfizer uh, source at uh, vaccine provision 90% of COVID cases in study. That is amazing. It says here in a long-awaited good news. In a long-awaited good news Monday, uh, drug maker Pfizer announced its vaccine candidate created in a German biotech lab was 90% effective in preventing COVID-19, a phase three clinical trials. The news delivered via press conference marked its first positive data to come from the late-stage COVID-19 vaccine trial. The trial involved approximately 44,000 participants in the U.S., Argentina, Brazil, and Germany. Half the participants were given placebo, while the other half a two-dose vaccine. In total, 94 individuals developed COVID-19, suggesting that... At 28 days, again, 28 days, individuals given the vaccine were 90% immune to the virus. 28 days later. This, yeah, like I said, this came out on Monday uh, as far as the 90, and then just this morning, uh, that's something we've talked about in in the past quite a bit, the Russian vaccine from? Mm -hmm. They put out a thing this morning saying it does 92%. Effective against coronavirus Ooh. vaccine. Interesting. <laughs> They're nickel and diming it over there. <laughs> two, we got two extra now, percent on you. Now, now they, now they are like uh, instead of like who gets it out first. Now it's more like who is most more effective. Who can get to ninety nine percent first? Right. Yeah. Hey, nasal spray. Uh, do you use uh, nasal spray? Uh, when I have really bad allergies, I have, what, Flonase, I think it is what I use sometimes. I don't use it all the time, though. Sounds terrific. Nasal spray prevents COVID uh, infections in ferrets, study says. This is from Russia, uh, talking of Russia. Uh, A nasal spray that blocks uh, the eruption of SARS-CoV-2 has been completely protected. Ferrets, as it tested on a quarterly to a small study released Thursday by an international team of science. I didn't know there was like scientists that like specialize on ferrets, but I think this is maybe just the uh, test animals they had. Maybe I don't know. Who knows? Probably. The study, uh, which was limited to animals, has not yet been peer-reviewed uh, as uh, assets by uh, several health experts as the, at the request of the New York Times. Uh, if the spray, which scientists described as non-toxic and stable, is provided to work uh, in humans, it could provide a new way of fighting the pandemic. It directly spritz up the nose would act like a vaccine. That is interesting, though. What I think it's interesting is 
for anti-vax people. Because what yes. we can do is, the anti-vax people, we just go, okay, well, if you're not going to take it, here's a spray. <laughs> you have to do this right. every single day, where you could take a pill yes. once and never have to do it again, right. or you can take this spray, but either way, you're helping out uh, save people's lives. Uh, would yeah. they, Would the... I'm guessing the anti-vax people, if the spray came from the government, would be just as uh, anti-spray <laughs> as they would be anti-vax, don't you think? I would think so, because, you know, the spray goes directly to the human brain, and that's how they're trying to brainwash us. Right, it's got fluoride in it, probably. Yeah. They'll find out. Yeah, fluoride. Fluoride yeah. in, like, some kind of, like, uh, nan nanobots. Yeah. <laughs> and fentanyl. Of course. Oh yeah, fentanyl and yeah, exactly, totally. <laughs> but speaking of animals getting coronavirus, Denmark uh, is imposing lockdowns amid mink COVID virus fears. Remember, we said that there was this new yeah, mutation of COVID yeah. virus going around Europe last yeah, we week. Talked about it last week, and then yeah. the week before that, we talked or two no, yeah, two weeks before that, we talked about how Denmark was going to call a whole bunch of minks because they had gotten some type of coronavirus. Well, it turns out that's the coronavirus that is spreading all around Europe. Uh, the government has warned the effectiveness of any future vaccine could be affected by this mutation. Bars, restaurants, public transport, and indoor sports will be closed uh, in seven North Jutland municipalities. Uh, the restrictions will come into effect Friday and initially last until December 3rd. Uh, the Scandinavian country is the world's biggest producer of mink fur, and its main export markets are China and Hong Kong. Uh, the calling began last month, and many mink cases were detected. Uh, this comes after Denmark killed as many as 17 million minks. Think of that. 70 million minks. That is a lot of minks. Well, they're saying that this... Because when we talked about the minks initially, you had said, oh, well, they can sell all the fur. And I'm like, I I think the right. worry is that the, it's going to get passed to humans. And what we're seeing is that this mutation of COVID-19 can go from animals to humans and back. Right, right. So maybe we should ban all mink furs in the world. I, you know, I don't have any problem with that. I don't know... A lot of people. I don't know a single person that is a mink coat, so I think everybody I know is going to be a okay with not having mink fur out there. I'm a, I I personally want the mink coat, but that's me. <laughs> that's a joke. I don't want dead animals on my skin, please. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, other than Cruella de Vil. Like I said, when we talked about this last week, I don't know who else will be unhappy of this. Uh, hey, the UK uh, military. Uh, they uh, warn of a third world war risk. That doesn't sound especially nice. Yeah, it says here, uh, military general warns as he calls the government for long-term funding as risk of war, war, or third world war. Uh, there is a risk of third world war due to glo global uncertainty, the head of the military has warned, as he has called on the government to commit to long-term funds for armed forces. 
General Nick Carter said the increasing regional conflicts playing out across the world could ramp up into a full-blown world war. The chief of defense staff said that the world was very uncertain and anxious place during the coronavirus pandemic and suggested that you could see escalation lead to miscalculations. We have to remember that history might not repeat itself, but has a rhythm. And if you look back at the last century before both world wars, I think it was unarguable that there was an escalation which led to the miscalculation, which ultimately led to the war at a scale we would hopefully never see again. He told Sky News. Mm. Mm. So what he's worried about is, you yeah. know, something happens on accident and then that just, mm-hmm. you know, uh, snowballs uh, from one country to another into a full scale world war. I could see that happening between like something, something with Russia or, or Iran and America or Iran and France or you know what I mean? Mm you know, uh, if you watch war games, <laughs> that's a very good <laughs> documentary about what can happen if things go like very unwell. If you get the AI AI to control everything, and then they will start a war for us. Right, so, exactly. So the, it could ha- it could happen yeah. that right now, I suppose, if uh, AI somehow accidentally got onto yeah. a government server some type. Yeah. Yeah. So, look, I think the most funny thing this week has to be uh, uh, the Giuliani press conference. I have never seen something more funny than that. Uh, did you hear that they actually did a mistake there in a, a press conference? Because guess what? They were going to book the Four Seasons Hotel and uh, well, they didn't. They had a press conference that's Four Seasons Total Landscaping. Uh, yeah, uh, Donald Trump on Saturday, after his campaign staged a purportedly major press conference at a Philadelphia landscaping business situated between a crematorium and a sex shop, uh, tr- <laughs> in a statement, uh, the president announced on in a tweet that he was subsequent that was subsequently deleted. Big press press conference at the Four Seasons in Philadelphia. Trump quickly altered this statement revealing that press venue was not a Four Seasons Hotel, but Four Seasons Total Landscaping, a suburban business between a crematorium and an adult bookstore on the outer edges of the city. Uh, So then he tweeted, Big press conference in Philadelphia, Four Seasons Total Landscaping, 11.30 a.m. The Four Seasons Hotel distances itself from the campaign, tweeting... To clarify, President's Trump conference will not be held at the Four Seasons Hotel in Philadelphia. Uh, the Trump campaign has not public publicized, uh, publicly said whether it was, as it would appear, a case of mistaken identity. Either oh, way, it's, it's definitely and definitely there was an interview with a guy that's, <laughs> that that has this Four Seasons uh, total landscaping, and he's like. 
this, this is the first press conference we have ever held. At a landscaping business, of course. Well, yeah, duh. <laughs> It is so fucking funny. Either way, the press conference headlined by Trump's lawyer Rudy Giuliani went ahead in the car park of the Garden Center uh, in the Industrial Park, is what the USA Uh Today is saying. Uh, So yeah, they just went ahead, like went along with it. Uh, I I would assume, I would think that like this would have had to have been checked out by like Secret Service or something. You know what I mean? To like see mm-hmm. if this was like a safe uh, building and everything. Like you know, a Secret Service always go through everything before like a presidential candidate. But maybe since the president wasn't there, they didn't double check this, and so they just ended up there. I don't know. Oh look, I found something <laughs> very, very, very funny that has to do with this. I'm going to send you this in the chat. Guess what, Luke? <laughs> what? Oh, no, this is what uh, Four Season Total Landscaping has become a VR Cheng hangout for forests. Yeah, these people are actually making a whole bunch. There's actually, supposedly, they made merch. They have Four Seasons Total Landscaping <laughs> merch page that you can go buy Four Seasons Landscaping merch. I mean, these guys are totally profiting <laughs> off the off the meme, you oh, know what I mean? God. Yeah. Oh, VR shot for furries. Oh, but yeah, that happens when you Giuliani holds a press conference. It was also a bad shit press conference where Giuliani like the, the press is not going to get to decide who wins the election. The courts are, and I go, mm, no. I think it's the voters. <laughs> right, no, not to not to anybody in America it isn't. Right. No, no. Anyway, um, I think Trump is pretty happy uh, that Biden won. What, what do you think? Oh, yeah. I mean, he's been calling oh, for yeah. Biden this whole time, so. Uh, let uh, us hear the truth about a new morning. This is Tron where Tron tells the truth. This has been exhausting four years. Yeah, not only for President Day, because I had this segment for over four years. I love this segment, and I was very happy when Luke and Fro asked me if I wanted to do it. I, I, can, I was looking to my old segments now, and I saw that in 2016 I had a segment called Vote for Hillary. Yeah, and I still mean that have you voted for Hillary four years ago? A lot of this shit wouldn't happen. This is on you. Well, now we were elected Biden with more votes than any other people in history. But one of the men who's also got a lot of votes was Trump. Yeah, you can say you won the Electoral College and you won the popular vote. But Trump still got a lot of votes. And again, it showed that liberal, progressives, and Democrats cannot have two things in their mind at the same time. They went back in the House of Representatives. Yeah, they got a new new candidates who are transgender, black, gays, and so on. But they went back. And they did manage to win the Senate. People on the left must stop believing that they have the moral majority and do something fucking about it. 
if you lose the Senate and you said to yourself, now it's not that important, well, you're going to be run by conservatives for a long time. But I think about politics. I think about not only what, how it affects my life, because I have a good life. I'm married. I have a good apartment. I have a job. But I also think about other people who don't have things like that. People I want to bring back, fight for. Many years ago, people asked me when I was fighting for gay rights, why do you fight for gay rights? It doesn't concern you. Yes, it don't. But I'm not only fighting for me or my friends, I'm fighting for other people. That should be a slogan for a lot of you. You're only, it's not all about you. Now, for the last four years, it's only about, about one person and his interests. I'm going to say that the liberal media or so-called mainstream media in, this, in your country have been lousy. Yes, you said that there have been no politics or only embarrassments for the last four years. That's because you always dis- discuss his embarrassments and tweets. Every time I go on a CNN show or another show, you discuss how his tweets are. Are they immoral? They are racist? They are that, this and that? Yeah, they are. But stop fucking debating them. Go in and debate the issues. For four years, you have not debated issues. Conservatives does. They discuss issues. You might not like them, but they are issues. You don't discuss a fucking shit. The only thing you think you are, just discussing how bad everything he says is. His supporters don't give a fuck about that. They haven't been shown that for the last four years. So... Try to do some media work who's not always talking about all the horrible things that fucking orange potato head is saying, but about the issues who've been discussed. The last four years have been exhausting. The last week in the election have been exhausting. It's been horrible. I was so fucking happy. I was on a film set, and everyone, even they were liberals or conservatives, was just, oh God, is this fucking over? In no way, conservatives, socialists, and libertarians are agreeing about how fucking shitty your president was. Wow. That is a fucking alliance I haven't seen since the Second World War, when people came together against fascism and fucking bullshit. I'm going to have a lot of things to talk about for the next four years, because there are always issues. And if you think like, I don't think the same now because of Biden. I do. And if you think I'm not going to criticize progressives and liberals, yes, I'm definitely going to do that. I'm going to criticize everybody. I'm going to kick to the left and kick to the right and kick everybody in the fucking guts. I don't give a shit. I just take up the issue I think is important and say something I think you better think about. That's what I'm going to do for the next four years. I'm not going to be silent. I'm growing older and older, but I'm still active and I'm still going to be engaged in politics. What you have to think about is not sleeping. Never sleep because the enemy doesn't. This is what Tron Tron tells the truth. Thank you, Tron, for that. Always positive. Another morning. The morning has broken. Do you remember that song? No. That song is totally unfamiliar to I me for some reason. First morning. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, we have an email address. It's another digital citizen at gmail.com. Another digital citizen at gmail.com. You can reach us on uh, Twitter or Twitter uh, at podcast ADC. That's at podcast ADC. We have a Facebook page. It's another digital citizen on Facebook. That's another digital citizen on Facebook. Uh, when we post the show, you can comment underneath it, and we will talk about it on the next show. Uh, yeah, I didn't see anything this oh. week on on there. Uh, there. There are people talking on the Facebook page and whatnot, but not really any messages to talk about, so... TV round! Uh, guess what? Look, uh, Twitch has some problems. Uh, yeah, Apparently they are having an issue. Well, they're not having an issue. The streamers are having wow. an issue with getting pe- getting Streamer. strikes or something, right? What right. do they call? I don't know what they're called on Twitch, where you get uh, copyright claimed. D- yeah, DMCA strikes. They are called. Uh, yeah. Apparently, uh, music studios is. This is my guess. Are investing in having people watch the live streams and then striking them when as soon as they hear some music that is uh well maybe they're running bots that are listening for music that's possible right could be bots that are li- uh, listening for any type that. of copyrighted music that they own and then put yeah then it notifies somebody and then they put a strike on that channel uh which hasn't been a huge issue in the past but it could affect a lot oh. of game streamers what is strange is like before May it was like sixty a year, and now there's like a thousand a month. Right, but I think May. in the last year, two years is when Twitch really started to become popular. Also, true. So maybe now true, is just May. why May? That's probably when Which? the record companies yeah. figured out, hey, wait a second, these things are there's popular and old. we can make money off of this. Yeah. <laughs> Right. <laughs> There's something called Twitch. <laughs> yeah, no, but, uh, you yeah, know, of course, I, I I feel sorry for, for like you said, it's the gamers that I feel uh, most uh, bad for. I mean, there's a lot of audio in, in games, like... I mean, you could never play the new Tony Hawk game. That's just all licensed music right. the whole time, unless right. you just yeah. You know, there is an option in that game to like shut the music <laughs> off, and then you. But then you all you'd have is the skating noise, um, right? Which then I guess then the lose. streamer could maybe then put in their own copyright free music, but it wouldn't be the same as like the actual uh, game the and same, other games yeah, like no. that just have music in them. Assassin's Creed. Sorry, Assassin's Creed. Right. Yeah, okay. the new Assassin's Creed. Valhalla, that is has Norway in it for some strange reason. But I see it kind and of we- a benefit to this because I see like possibly what will happen is streamers on Twitch will go more over to like independent games where there's less mm. copyrighted music or less chance of getting sued by the developer. Uh, because and then that increasing. Uh, sales of independent games instead of promoting these giant companies who really don't need help promoting their games to begin with, you know what I mean? True. Absolutely true. Uh, let's talk about 
things we seen on TV. I will guess begin, maybe? If you want to begin? Let's yeah, start with Unis Honest. I, I watched a bunch of old Unis Honest videos as well as, like, this week's Unis Honest. Uh, yeah. I just went back and watched a bunch of... There was, like, one night this week. I don't remember which night. Maybe Friday or Saturday night. Uh, probably Saturday night after found out about the election where I... I just watched a bunch of ones that I remember liking the most. So like, mm -hmm. uh, peace on, uh, and, uh, eating onions <laughs> only for 24 hours and the James oh. Charles okay. one, even though it was a little weird to watch it now. Uh, you know what I mean? And just ones that I really yeah. enjoyed so that like, okay, I can at least watch them one last time before every, it all gets deleted at the end of the week. Yeah. Friday, Friday, Friday. So watch everything you need to see before Friday, Friday, Friday. Right, and I spent a whole night basically just watching, and I didn't get anywhere near to getting completed on watching all, like, anywhere near watching all those videos. Now, good luck with that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Luke, do you know what Norway has always missed? And I, I, I have been thinking, gosh, I really, really, really want that. What? Norwegian version of the Masked Singer. <laughs> of of course. course. All right. Of course. Of course. But uh, not only a Norwegian version of the Masked Singer. No, we can't call it the Masked Singer because that would be uh, American. Right. We call it Maskurama. And loosely translated, that means just a lot of masks. <laughs> so it's a show called A Lot of Masks? Yeah. That does sound like it could be a, a reality show on TLC here, where it's just like a lady who is a mask maker, you know <laughs> what I mean? Yeah, yeah, collects a lot of masks. No, she makes like, uh, she makes masks for masquerade balls, and that would be like, it would be all fancy and stuff. Right. I know, uh, uh, one went, so, uh... Uh, the one that was the worst went out. I recognized her voice right away. It was very, very easy. Oh. Uh, she's a Norwegian don't handball they use, player. Like, don't they use, like, a voice synthesizer in those? No, no, no. Not oh. in the singing. Oh, okay. Not in the singing. That would make the whole thing even more difficult. But, yeah, I recognized her voice in the singing. I'm pretty sure on two others there's eight, so... Uh, so I have three out of eight. Uh, pretty sure. May make sure. Uh, but, uh, yeah. I It's actually extremely shit. The Norwegian version is maybe the worst version. I have ever seen so far. I will give it a three. Three. Okay. Uh, I saw something yeah. you recommended last week or two weeks ago or something. Top secret video on <laughs> True yeah, TV it. is where this is. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so good. I'm not sure I recommended it, but that's another thing. Right. I, well, you. You suggested watching it, is a, I guess is what yes. I should say. Um, <laughs> yeah. This was not as bad as World's Funniest Animals TV show. No. It's got the same no. kind of concept where it's uh, internet videos and then it has comedians sitting there make, making jokes about it. But this one, but, uh, the comedians yeah. are actually there in person. Are funny. 
Well, I yeah, wouldn't say they're they funny. funny. I would not say that. Some of them. <laughs> I some would. Of it is... Okay, some of it is funny. I would not say it's funny, uh, <laughs> but it is funnier than America's or a world's funniest animals. The production value is like thirty times uh, what world's funniest animals is. As far as like they have this whole backstory of them being like these special agents that are going through video, like. They're supposed to be investigating these internet videos or something? Did you understand th that whole thing? No. They're like some type of federal agents, and they're looking through these right. videos for, like, uh, for some reason. Because the whole beginning of it, it has this whole opening bit where it's like, um, the NSA has cameras all over the world. And it's trying to be like, oh, this is where we found these videos is from all these CCTV cameras, kind of. You know what I mean? Um, right. Yeah, I mean, there were some funny jokes in there. I think uh, this way better than uh, World's Funniest Animals. I'll give it a four. Way, way better. Way better. Yeah. Still not great, though. I wouldn't recommend it to anyone. No, no. No. Definitely not. Uh, have you heard of a comedy show called I'm Sorry? No. This is uh, uh, from... Through TV, uh, it's a scripted comedy show. Uh, it uh, has two seasons and okay. it's cancelled because of the Corona shit. It, it was uh, picked up for a third season. I really, really, really like this. I have uh, maybe not seen uh, uh, American sitcom I have liked this much in many many years so I think it's very sad that it's uh, it uh, 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 maybe it will not come back uh, so but um, it is about this girl called uh, Andrea Savage she plays herself more or less or uh, she plays kind of herself uh is her name um, andrea in the show <laughs> yes okay then yeah and uh she works as this writer and wife and mom and things oh, like so that. it's kind of meta and it's, it's very meta okay uh but it, it is very funny i think i think uh her uh, her husband uh is played by tom everett scott that i really like okay and Gary and Anthony Williams is in this. Uh, yeah, uh, there are some very good actors, and I'm I, I I just really really liked it. You will probably recognize her from Veep if you ever saw that. Uh, yeah, like an episode or two, maybe. I never watched the show. Right. Julia oh, yeah. Louise yeah. Dreyfus, right? Right. And, um, uh, I'm seeing here from the series mm -hmm. ends. Despite Warner Media Cable having picked up a third season, True TV canceled the scripted comedy. Uh, the cancellation dis is despite Warner Media Cable having picked up the third season. So Warner Media could still make the third season and put it out somewhere other than True TV. It only got canceled ah. on True TV, strangely enough. It's, ah. Uh, oh. Apparently, Warner Media is still still has picked up a third season, so who knows where it's oh, going to end okay. up? But there's a possibility it still could happen, or not. I could be oh. off. Okay, 
Oh, that, that, that's cool. But yeah, uh, I, I recommend this. Uh, I will give it an 8. Cool. Um, fourth season, episode one of Young Sheldon this week. Yeah. Which I think a lot of people don't watch because they think it's Big Bang Theory, probably. They're like, oh, I don't, right. I hate Big Bang Theory, so I'm not going to like that show. It's like not it's the same very show. Underrated. <laughs> yeah. It's like a whole different show compared to Big Bang Theory. It's more American sitcom than Big Bang Th- Big Bang Theory is more like uh, Two and a Half Men and Big uh, yes. and uh, Young Sheldon's more Full House, right? Right. Yeah. Yes. Um I think I, I think definitely Young Sheldon is the underrated comedy show. It's pretty good. Uh this yeah. season Episode one, uh, he's going to college. I mean, the interesting okay. part about the show is always like, if you've seen any Big Bang, you kind of know where the mm-hmm. story is going. So they always throw in these little right. uh, Hint. hints and uh, little gifts, little uh, what, what's what's nostalgia moments for people who watch the original show. Right. Uh, right. Overall, it was okay. I'm going to give it a a six. Nothing special, but it's always fun. I really need to... Uh, this is the fourth season? Yeah, f- fourth season. Well, episode one, yeah. yeah. I, I have not seen the third season yet, so I need to go back and see it. Uh, let's go... Oh. <laughs> let's go for some Christian propaganda reality. Uh, Country Ever After on Netflix. Okay. Holy... Fuck, this is funny. So, I love trashy <laughs> reality shows. And this is one of the most trashiest Christian propaganda TV shows I have ever seen in my entire life. Okay. I, 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 I despise it, and I love it. And then I despise it, and then <laughs> I love it again. And then I despise it, <laughs> yes. Uh, it is extremely Hollywood. It is extre- It's about this country singer, black country singer, uh, that it has an extremely uh, hot wife uh, that gets cancer, and he's trying to like become this very known country singer as okay. well as taking care of his wife. They have a kid together, right? And all through the series, there's like. Everything will go okay because God is with us and I love Jesus. And uh, the moral of the story is like when the when the lady then of course doesn't die of cancer because why the fuck would she? Because that's never real. They they go like all Jesus prays like oh it's a miracle it has nothing with the drugs and it was God's will that she had cancer and everything is going to be nice now and we have money and we are oh it is so yeah so i love it and i hate it and i love it and i hate it and i give it a 4.5 okay uh yes i saw country ever after country ever after everybody watch it i saw Another thing on Netflix, Paranormal, this week. Oh, yes. 
Uh, very happy that I saw this. Which, believe it or not, is about ghosts. I bet you couldn't have guessed that by the, <laughs> the title of the show. <laughs> Did you watch this because I said I, I would probably watch this? Uh, no, it was just, like, it was one of the new things on Netflix that was, like, when I turned on the TV, you know, it popped okay. up. Uh, it was one of the things they were promoting, I guess, right? Yeah, um, because I've also seen this, by the way. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, it's yes. not English. Uh, I don't no. know exactly where it's from. Do you? Uh, I know. Egypt. Oh, Egyptian. Okay. Um, it's the first Netflix original from Egypt. Yeah, I, I really like the special effects. The acting's pretty good. Uh, the cinematography, mm -hmm. I really like. It's set in, what, the 1950s? 60s, 50s, early 60s, yeah. maybe? Yeah, um, yeah. And the costume is very well done. Like the, they do a really good job of keeping the time period very uh, pure. Mm -hmm. um, and overall, oh, yeah. it's very interesting from what I've seen of it. I saw three episodes. Mm -hmm. um, it's a little bit slow, is my only oh, very. Uh, criticism of the show. Um, yeah. And it's not something you can just have on in the background. It's something you have to be paying no. attention to because if you're if you're gonna miss something if you're not just sitting there watching it, definitely. Because there's little things though, that happen in the background while while yeah. another scene's happening, and yeah. Even though there's English uh, dubbing. Well, it's not even that. It's like the thing because it's about ghosts and stuff. So sometimes. Right. If he's walking down the hallway or whatever, and then there's like a flash of something in the background. Mm -hmm. You're not going to see that if you're not paying attention. Uh, you might hear the sting from the soundtrack when that happens, but you're, you'll miss it because it happens really fast. You have to sit there and watch this show. Uh, but I like the concept. It's about a guy, uh, an older man, who can see ghosts. Uh, and then it's about a little girl who's what? His niece, I think? I don't even yeah. remember. Niece, yeah. Uh, she, she gets haunted by a ghost as well. And then, yeah, it's about him teaching her about ghosts, basically. Kind of, and yeah. then battling the ghost as well. Yeah. I, I, I did not think I was going to like this as much as I did. Mm -hmm. it, I, like, like you said, it, it, it is a tense, a uh, little too slow. Um, but when it gets going, it's going pretty good. I mean, the acting is superb in this. Uh, I think my main concern, like you said, is the pacing of it. Other than that, it's over-mediocre uh, horror show. I, I think it's better than uh, Blind Manor, definitely. Uh, I gave it this uh, 7. I think it's an interesting concept of a guy who's like, what do you say, he's like in his mid 40s or whatever like he's just going through kind of like a life crisis in this show but yeah it's a guy going yeah. through his life uh, midlife crisis but his whole life he's been a person who can see ghosts and it's like right. and nobody believes him because why would anybody believe you if you told them that you could see ghosts right so he's just like right he's going through this midlife crisis but at the same time uh is in this uh, world that he can't tell anybody else about, right? It's very that concept mm -hmm. is really cool for a series overall. I'm gonna give this. What did I give it? Uh, a seven. 
Yeah. I gave it a 10. Two weeks to live originally from Sky. This is maybe one of my favorite things this year. Uh, It is extremely funny. And it is extremely dark. And it is extremely bloody. Uh, It's uh, uh, the main girl from Game of Thrones that I never... Uh, remember her name, the kid from Game of Thrones that got very uh, famous because of Game of Thrones. She's in, in this as sure. the main uh, deal. Uh, she has been uh, led by her mom to think the world is going to go under. So when she meets two boys that plays a prank on her and tells her that uh, the work, uh, world is going to uh, go under into two weeks. She decides she has absolutely nothing to lose and go on a pretty big rampage of uh, uh, revenge for something that happened. Uh, I'm not going to destroy anything more than that. It is, yeah, like I said, I, I think it is one of the best shows I've seen this year. I'm going to give it a 9.5. All right, let's see, where, what have I not talked about? Uh, a Teacher on Hulu. Yes. You see this? Yes. Very happy that you saw this, because I think we're going to disagree on this. I'm not happy I saw this. Um, no. Oh, good. Okay. Because I, I thought maybe you were going to like this. Because I was so uncomfortable watching the show the entire time. <laughs> I this three, this I watched it, but I, I was like, right. I, like I watched two episodes and I was out. I cannot do it. I, oh. Maybe I was in a, the wrong headspace or whatever, but it just felt no, so you, you okay. So this is about a woman grooming a teacher who's yeah. grooming a student. A uh, student, yes. Uh, meaning she she wants to sleep with the student, but she she's it, it, that's what it's about, and. It, mm-hmm. They even put in a like disclaimer at the beginning of the show telling you that's what it's about and everything. So mm. even if you wanted to go in this with that with like a, a clear mind of like, uh, mm. oh, I don't know what this is about. I'm just going. They tell you right out that that's what it's about in black and white text, literally uh, at the beginning of the show. So you have no way of getting I... away from that concept. Right. And so right away, I'm like, I felt uncomfortable. And then they start going through the show, and I'm like, I feel even more uncomfortable as I'm watching it. Do you know why it's so uncomfortable? Because it's not that fucking good. That and this is that even is... slower than uh, paranormal. At least in the first yeah. two episodes, it's like the most. It's so slow. It's like, do you want to sit there and watch somebody drink an entire cup of coffee without talking? Because <laughs> this is the show for you. And, and my biggest problem is that I love Kate Mara. Uh, that plays the teacher, and I do sure. think she's very, very attractive. But the guy uh, that's playing the, the the male one is is like he's the one that's giving me the creepy wipes, wipes, and not her because she like one of my biggest problems is like she looks so fucking young, like she looks like she's see she's like his age, and he looks older than him. It's so weird. 
Uh, yeah, I didn't think about it, but I, I can get that, I guess. Uh, but if they, like, if they would have picked his friend, who looks even older than he does, that would have right. even been weirder if they cast that guy as the character mm -hmm. or whatever. So, um, yeah, I mean, overall, the show, I mean, the acting is okay. The cinematography is good. It's super slow. It's incredibly mm -hmm. hard to watch and creepy. I don't know why anybody decided to make this show, um, unless it's based off of some... Mm -hmm true story or book or something like that and even then i'm like why would you why would you want to do this uh yeah it's it's actually based on a on a, on a short film okay sure by the same same person that directed this okay yeah that just makes that person creepy to me that they decided right. that this was a topic that they really wanted to make a film about and then <laughs> even back that up by making a tv show based on that film um that That's creeps me out overall i'll give this show because the acting is good i'll give it a four. Oh, you're giving it a higher score than i am going to give i'm going to give it a three i i, I just oh, oh, oh. well it's so fucking boring I gave Top Secret Video a four as well, so. <laughs> That's true. Uh, I saw a comedy show, uh, another comedy sitcom uh, called B Minus. Uh, this, uh, I don't know, what network was this on? Do you remember? Uh, it's called B Positive, right? Not B Minus. Yeah. I don't know why I wrote down B minus. It's called P minus. <laughs> Positive. Sorry. <laughs> I think. I think. <laughs> I was wondering for a second if maybe the Norwegian translation got it wrong or something. No. You know what I mean? I was like, uh, no. No. Where? What was this on? I think it was on CBS. I don't remember exactly. Yeah. B positive with yeah, but yeah. middle Schwartz or middle something. Yes. Uh, one of the guy of the middle ditch. Uh, That's what it is. Yes. Uh, I I like this. Uh, I think I liked it very much more than you. Uh, it is about this therapist that has very newly divorced. Uh, uh, that is finding to trying to find a kidney donor. Uh, because he needs a kidney. Mm-hmm. And meets this girl called Gina, and uh, that uh, is a very weird uh, lady that uh, volunteers her kidney, and together they are kind of like going on a journey. I like this very much. Right, I don't know why you... <laughs> well, it, because there's no, no funny parts in it. <laughs> like it's a sitcom and I didn't laugh a single time and I should at least get a chuckle out of a silly like laugh track style American sitcom and this one I didn't really chuckle at all maybe I just I don't know the actress didn't do it for me all that much the main act actress uh, right he's kind of funny but he is a little dry yeah. delivering his lines yeah. it doesn't feel quite like it feels a little rushed maybe when they're doing it um the concept is interesting in that, uh, at least in what it looks like is going to happen, is it's all about her trying to not drink or do drugs for two months so that <laughs> right. she can give him this kidney. And that's kind of the journey they're going to go on is he has to 
go through, you know, probably dialysis and all these other things while she has to not be on drugs. And, uh, right. yeah, that's an interesting concept. We'll see where it goes. Maybe it'll get better for me, but, and maybe I was just in a bad mood when I watched it. Who knows? But overall, I gave it a, where is it? Five. I put it right in the middle. Yeah. I mean, I think it could go up, but it could also go down. I gave it a 7.5 look. And okay. I don't like sitcoms. No, you don't. Do you have any more? No, that was it. I have uh, one more. Uh, I have... Uh, sorry. Uh, little Fires Everywhere. Have you heard about this? Yeah, I talked about it when it came out, I think. Did you watch it? Yeah. With uh, oh, do you like yeah, it? what's her name? I can't remember what the blonde Rene lady. Switcherspoon. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I watched two episodes and I didn't watch any more of it. Okay. Uh, I really like this. Uh, it is uh, this very very like she's very up. Uh, like she's she's very like she's uh, this uh, southern wife. And uh, she meets Carrie Washington. That's uh, maybe the reason why I watched it. Okay. Uh, she's amazing, uh, I, I, I think, in this. And it's like, uh, it is this clash between, like, rich and poor. Uh, and this mystery about this, uh, like, w why, why uh, uh, Carrie Washington has, like, Tried to escape something and right and the with children her daughter. is very good right. at yeah with her daughter and the daughter is very it's very good um, uh, child acting to be so so good uh, her name is Lexi Underwood uh, yeah but I really like this I saw four episodes of this and I give it a seven. Yeah, I remember it just being a little too uh, prim and proper show for me. I, I, it just was, I don't know, I wasn't interested in it at the time. I remember that. I remember the storyline, like she becomes the maid, but uh, mm -hmm. she clearly has some kind of alternative, mo ulterior motive. Yeah. I mean, yeah. uh, but we don't really know why uh, she's living in her car and all that. Yeah, I remember that show. That was a while yeah. ago when it came out, though. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah, and the other thing we saw this week, Moonbase Moon 8. Moonbase 8. Yeah. Episode 1 is called Dry, stationed at NASA's Moonbase Simulator in Winslow, Arizona. Three dedicated astronauts, one a f football champion, attempt to qualify for their first lunar mission when the team is faced with a water storage. An unorthodox solution leads to unintended co consequences. Another show I liked more than you. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I didn't. It wasn't as laugh as funny as I thought it was going to be. Right. Uh, but I'm. I have to say one thing, and this is going to spoil the whole fucking episode. So, put something in ears if you don't want to hear spoilers for this. The football. Player dying in the like first fifteen minutes of the show. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, 
Yeah, what's the best thing that has ever happened to a comedy show like this? Um, and I don't know if that's going to be a running thing or if that's just going to not even be a thing in future episodes. But uh, yeah, it's about like I, like I said, it's about these guys in this uh, training facility to go to the moon. One of them uh, is this hardcore Christian guy. One of them is a football player who dies, like we right. said. Yeah. The other guy is uh, a failed uh, pilot from Hawaii, like tour pilot, mm-hmm. who lost all of his money. And so his only way to like get the respect of his family back is to become an astronaut, apparently. Very weird. <laughs> and then the last guy yeah. is the scientist who takes everything way too serious. Uh, serious, right. yeah. Uh, but I I love the running joke about uh, how he was not supposed to go and drill for uh, because uh, they they get uh, they, the the their water supply get uh, out this episode and he wants to go and and very well and everybody's like you have to make a report and and uh, the leader says that that you have to be a make make a gear call. The report and things like that, and when he dies and the boss comes like in and, and, and at the end of the episode she goes like, "Yeah, why didn't he wait for the report? The stuff could be." <laughs> yeah, so it's very dry humor, but I I I I think it has uh, potential. I think it has potential to be better. I give it a six point five the first episode. Uh, yeah, I'll agree with that. 6.5 sounds about right. Yeah. I mean, the the running thing about this show is that uh, each one of them is dumb in their own way, and that's supposed to be... Right. The funny, funny comes from these three different personalities who are all kind of dumb in their own separate way, uh, clashing with each other, which I guess could come up with some funny skits and things in future episodes... This episode just was, like you said, not quite as funny as I was expecting it to be. It felt a little more, I don't know, what's, a, what's something we could compare it to? I don't know. Nothing I could really compare it to, but it's very dry, not laugh out loud funny, more, oh, <laughs> that's oh that's really ridiculous, kind of funny. Right. Uh, but yeah, 6.5. Drinking piss was kind of funny. <laughs> Sure, I guess so. Yeah. Hey, uh, last week we said that we were going to do a four-sentence movie review again. Uh, we have done that, but we didn't tell you which movie we were going to watch. Right. Uh, we uh, are going to watch, or well, what we are going to do is a four-sentence movie review of Holiday. Do you want to, to watch the trailer of that? Yeah, let me get the trailer up. Okay, I got the trailer up. Let me know when you're ready. And three, two, one, play. We are right on target for Q3, and I'm sorry, can I... Uh, okay, can I just say that I love Emma Roberts? Yeah, she's okay. I wouldn't say she's the greatest actress in the world, but she's okay. I'm wearing makeup. No. This movie didn't do her any... Benefit in her acting career, I'm guessing. <laughs> I like this movie. Why didn't you call Rodney? Because I already have a boyfriend. 
So yeah, why is she there? <laughs> She's a Broadway star. I've seen her in a few things, a few movies, a few TV shows. This is great. We avoid this stupid pressure and all the judgment. Happy Easter, my little bunnies. Uh, yeah, this trailer has just as much of a coherent storyline as the actual movie does, I suppose. I like the movie. Do we have the finger? That's fine, you can like the movie, you're just wrong. That's all. No hands touched. And it's got King Batch in it. Anything with King Batch know. automatically goes down two points. Mm. I can't just like him, like him until I know for sure that he likes me, likes me. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe this holiday thing will turn into something. Why is everyone so suspicious? What was what were they doing in that scene, the Valentine's Day scene? I know. I have no idea what they were looking at. And this made no sense. What? How did that happen? Did she have weights hanging from her dress? And what about the part where she's driving the car and for some reason she didn't tell him I'm gonna drive you to the hospital but I don't know how to drive a car and there are plenty of other people at this party well, that could drive you there but I'm gonna drive you there the person who doesn't have a driver's license and can't drive you you think you're making stuff up again no 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 you're thinking too much about this movie it's a silly love story movie but uh, let's uh, go. I just thought the... there were a lot of plot holes. That's all. Yeah, I didn't care. Sure. I really, really didn't care. Uh, but yeah, let's go to the, the description of the movie, Luke. Oh, you want me to do it? Okay. Fed up with being single on the holidays, two strangers agree to be each other's platonic plus ones all year long, only to catch real feelings along the way. Mm-hmm. All. Uh, so yeah. So they. The whole thing is that they are holidays, meaning they only go on dates when it's the holidays. But every holiday they're there well, so that they're not single on the holiday, right? Except for the whole point of the movie is that there's a wedding yes. that they end up going to, and that's not a holiday. Right. Plus, no, like, Mother's Day. Mother's Day? Is that a holiday? That's the other thing I started to think about with this movie. Is right. What about, like, inter or, uh, uh, National Pizza Day? Is that a holiday? Or what about... Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> because they were together on Mother's Day. And I was like, that's... There's enough holidays in America that, just by the logic of this movie, they already should have been dating, because every day is basically <laughs> a holiday in America. Right. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, let's go into it. Uh, I have the first four sentences for you here. Okay. Uh, lady uh, smokes outside and clearly hates Christmas when saying fuck Christmas. Two. We meet Jackson uh, on a date with his girlfriend and meet her very oversharing parents. 
three. We go back and forth between, and we get clips from both families. Four. The two meet in a store uh, to restore their gift and talk about holidays and almost agree to have an arrangement. Uh, then they go to a New Year's Eve party together. Uh, she trades dresses with a girl in the bathroom. Uh, they do the dirty dancing lift and her dress falls off in front of everyone. Uh, then on Valentine's Day, uh, he saves her from an embarrassing encounter with her ex-boyfriend. Yeah. The not couple talk about how golf is the sport and that uh, we think she gives him a hand job in the car when she clearly doesn't, by the way. Uh, then St. Patrick's Day. Then Easter. Uh where the mom is introducing a doctor bunny to Sloan. Uh, three, uh, Cinco de Drinco, that's what I'm going to call it. <laughs> 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 Because, well, they drink a lot. Uh, where they talk about sex and have sex? Question mark? Four, Mother's Day. Where mom wants them to have sex for some strange fucking reason. Yeah, her family is fucked up, by the way. Um, <laughs> on 4th of July, Jackson blows his finger off with fireworks. He's a golf pro, by the way, and they, this never comes yes. into... Like, you would think if you blow your finger off, that would come into some... But whatever. Uh, they smoke weed in the hospital. Uh, they both realize... They both realize they are falling in love with each other. They decide to bring dates to her brother's wedding. Mm -hmm. The dates they brought for the wedding dance sexy together. Halloween. The kids want horse. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually kind of funny. Uh, uh, Halloween still... Sloan X meets X, uh, her ex Luke and get jealous when his girlfriend is pregnant. Four, they finally have sex after Sloan shit herself. Right. That was the other part that didn't, one of many parts that didn't make any sense. Uh, mm. her... Let's all have sex. You did a poo-poo on the floor. Not even... I don't even think... Because he was washing her back when she was in... So, she got it everywhere, Fro, when you think about it. Uh, her sister made out with the Black Panther, a.k.a. King Botch, after they left the party. Uh, her married sister, I guess I should have said. At the Thanksgiving, now, her mom burns the turkey, and the two of them have to go to the store together. Uh, Jackson confesses his love for her in the middle of the store. She denies him. Her family is falling apart, and her sister's... Or is it her sister? The blonde lady? Or her aunt? Her aunt's holiday aunt, has a heart aunt. attack. Right. I wrote down sister. Yeah. I meant aunt. Right. Sloan meets Jackson at the mall... Sloane makes a great speech about how she loves Jackson in the mall. And they are together forever and ever and ever. 
Best Boy Rigging and Electrical Earl Dizzy Sutherland, Lester Doll, courtesy of Willie Tyler. <laughs> Luke, Luke had the... I had the credits, so I just... <laughs> I did a couple of credits. The Lester Doll is the um, ventriloquist doll uh, that she talks about in this episode, right? Right, right. I don't or think it ever was movie. in the episode or in in the movie. Sorry, was no. there ever a Lester doll in the movie? No. Or did I miss it? I don't think so. And maybe it was in the background, like in maybe. a scene where like she's in her bedroom or something. But you know what a Lester right. doll is? Yes. Right, where she's talking about the ventriloquist doll uh, about um, full or family matters. And Urkel, and how right. she was a huge fan of Urkel, and she wanted a Lester doll. Well, it says in the credits, Lester doll, courtesy of Willie Tyler, but there was, I don't remember ever seeing one in this movie, so I thought that was weird. No, it must have got it, cut. Yeah. That scene must have got cut from the film. But yeah, uh, what, I'm I'm going to guess, I'm going to guess your rating. I'm going to guess that you give it a 3.5. Uh, did I write down a rating? I don't even know if I did. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. No, I gave it a four. But you were close. Oh. Yeah, I, I was close. I gave it a six. I'm not going to say it's a masterwork, but uh, I, I liked it. I, there I were just liked... so many plot holes as far as, like, I didn't different things. And, and it seemed like they cut around a lot because there was... Yeah. They talked a lot about, like, there's these rules to holidating, and they'd be like, oh, yeah, what about rule number two or rule number three? But they never really set out the list of rules for the right. viewer. So it seems like they cut a scene at some point where they're like, okay, here's the rules to holidating or whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> so that – I just saw a lot of stuff where like, okay, they clearly cut this or cut that. But I think that's my editor brain doing doing its right. work. Right. And I so didn't care. I so it, That's probably just something you wouldn't even notice, and it's something that – I, I noticed yeah. because yeah yeah no uh, but uh, yeah, I, I I I recommend it if I recommended it to my dad and said that it's uh, it's kind of like uh, if you have a girlfriend watch it together with your girlfriend's kind of movie just tell them it's got King ba Batch in it and if they hate him then maybe don't watch it he's like this horrible my, Instagram comedian. I, yeah, my dad wouldn't know who King, who King Batch is. No, yeah, no, probably not. How is he getting so much work in Hollywood right now? He came from I'm Instagram no as like the worst Instagram comedian possible, like Lele yes. Pons level bad comedy sketches. Mm, I don't know. Right, but yeah, uh, it. Yeah, I said you're right. No, it, it but it felt very not 2020. Kind of movie. It kind of yeah. This felt like mid two thousands. Yeah, felt very mid two thousands, and and but I liked I liked the comedy in it. I laughed. The one guy, her, her who plays her brother, is the same guy who was in that infamous movie with a uh, with Bella Thorne. Oh, that's where I know him from. Right. Wow. I, he's good in this as well. He was probably one of the better actors in this, yeah. to be honest. 
and and uh, one of the players of uh, Saturday Night uh, Live that always tries uh, plays uh, Donald Trump's uh, son. <laughs> oh really? I, I, I didn't yeah. notice. Okay. <laughs> anyway, movie news: uh, COVID pandemic fueling growth of film and TV studios in the UK. Fro the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Like, we talked about this last week. How uh, the UK is closing down movie theaters, but letting people film movies still in the UK. Uh, mm-hmm. Coronavirus pandemic may have shut down cinemas and choked off new films and TV shows, but developers are banking on the streaming boom by pouring hundreds of millions of pounds into building Hollywood-style studios in the UK. Uh, this week, Barking and Ding Dagenham Council struck a $3 million deal-, deal to build a studio in East London that is expected to welcome the first TV and film production as soon as 20... 20- Oh, mid two thousand twenty-two. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they're getting into the film and TV production a lot more. I just wonder. This is what I wonder: when you watch something from the BBC, there is a specific film style camera that you you can. I can yeah. just look at it. I don't need a watermark telling me it's BBC no. or anything like no, that. I can it's... see the camera. Uh, yes. the type of camera they're using and going, that's BBC, that's British television, I can see it. Right. Are these movies and TV shows that are coming out of these studios going to look all like that, or are they going to use more American-style camera work is, I guess, one thing. I have no clue. That's a good question. I have absolutely no clue. Right. Uh, we won't probably know until we actually see something come out of these places, which they say isn't going to be for two years or a year and a half, something like that. So, Mm -hmm. but yeah, no, I think this is good news though. Uh, for what, for the, uh, maintaining that there'll be content to watch. Is that what you're, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, I wouldn't say it's a good news for the movie theaters in any way, because it even says in this article that they're investing in this because of things like Netflix and, uh, Amazon and Disney plus, um, right, is fueling uh, this demand. So, because those places need just constant content, um, they're going to be doing more stuff for TV and less stuff for like major film releases. Is my guess. Uh, my prediction of yeah, my prediction of I mean, movie theaters still not coming back to its full form, even with a coronavirus. Vaccine is still up there. I don't think that's possible. Uh, yeah, well, uh, not next year. I don't see it happening. Even no. Uh, no, I guess we'll see. Though it could happen, I suppose, if we got an actual vaccine. But who knows? <sighs> Seems very, very unlikely. Oh, yeah, I mean, unlikely, but not impossible, right? Sure. Right. Unlikely, but not impossible. Let's talk about something that was unlikely, but not impossible. Uh, guess what I saw this week? I saw the New Mutants. That was unlikely, but not impossible. <laughs> uh, I I don't know what expectations I had to do this movie. I, I, well, that's not entirely true. Uh, I, I thought it was going to be a hot mess okay. uh, of, yeah. a, of a movie. I mean, a movie that has been developed 10 fucking years, plus plus, 
Uh, I, I mean, and never coming out and with uh, actors that uh, like now all of a sudden looks different because it has <laughs> been so fucking long since this movie has been <laughs> like done. Right. Um, I didn't hate it. I didn't like, oh, this is the worst movie ever. Uh, did I think it has, I, I think it would probably be more hated if it came out when it did, because then it was kind of more hot. Now it was more more like I watched it more for like, oh, I watched the new mutants. Do you understand what I see? Sure. Say, you know, like, oh, I watched it because it was that that story behind it. I would probably watch this uh, anyway because I like uh, uh, those kind of superhero uh, X Men things. Yeah, yeah X Men things and things like that. So I would probably be very disappointed if I went to this movie. If there wasn't the backstory the movie had, it would probably get a worse score than it gets. But I'm going to give it a 5.5 and say it's watchable. Sure. It's definitely I mean, because you went in with super low expectations, is what you're saying. Right. It helps a lot. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. Uh, I saw Jasper Mall, uh, which is a documentary about uh, the economic hardships of a once thriving mall in Jasper, Alabama, is what it says. So I was wondering where it was. Alabama. So this is a little mall in Alabama, and it just covers basically a day at this mall with a bunch of... It does interviews with a bunch of different people in the mall, but, like, there's no narration uh, at all. It's just them talking. So that's interesting part about it as far as documentary-wise. No narrator. It's just... All you're seeing is just the the feeling of this mall, and it feels so 90s. Like, I remember being in a mall exactly like this when I was a kid. Like, that probably doesn't mm. exist anymore uh, here in Oregon. Like, they had the brickwork and, like, the different uh, styles of store and the way the uh, food court looks. It's like they copy and pasted that mall all across the all across America in the 80s, you know what I mean? And it's about this one in Alabama that's dying because all malls are dying in America. That was another thing about Holiday. That scene at the end where there's all these people in the mall, I'm like, that's not America. Malls don't look like that in America. (laughs) Uh, There are just people all over the place. Uh, But overall, this documentary was pretty good. I like the original aspect of just uh, cutting out the narration and just getting the the feeling of the people instead of having to, it gets rid of the bias a little bit of the filmmaker. Right. Um, and you just, you make up your own decision about how you feel about it. I give this a seven. Probably it's up there. It's, it's decent documentary worth watching. Uh, where did you see this? Where did I see it? Amazon? I think maybe Amazon prime. I saw a horror movie this week called His House. Uh, this is on Netflix. Uh, this is about a, a referee couple that uh, comes from South Sudan to England and they struggle to adjust their life in England, especially because, well, they move into a town where 
there's some evil lurking beneath okay. the surface. Um, Matt Smith is in this. Other than that, you will not recognize anybody. This is amazing. This is a, this this is one of the best horror movies I've seen this year. I think I will give it a clear nine. Yes, nine. Wow. It's okay. scary, scary, and um, it's very drama and how. Yeah, how how like the referee angle comes into like the evil, yeah, things like that. Yeah, it is very tension filled, and it's like very truly like haunting. I, I, it's one of those movies where I sat back and after the movie, I was like, "Whew, glad that was a movie." <laughs> <laughs> okay, and it's also. Uh, the debut of the the, uh, the the director, so it's like wow. That sounds good. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Wheels of Fortune, which was a Netflix movie, bro. Oh, I thought I thought it was a game show. It is also no. I think that's Wheel of Fortune. This is Wheels with an S of Fortune. Oh, Wheels. Of Fortune, okay. Right. The, uh, uh, obviously about racing from Wheels of Fortune, right? Okay. Car racing. So that's movie I, I'm going to see, yes. You're going to love it. Uh, actually, yes. I kind of compare this, it's a comedy, I kind of compare this to like a Hot Rod kind of movie where it's very goofy, funny. Uh, it's about a redneck guy who's like a car mechanic uh, who doesn't have, he doesn't know who his father is, and then his father father dies and it turns out his father is like a billionaire one of the richest people in the world and in his will he leaves this guy a instructions to do certain tasks and if he does all these certain tasks uh he'll be able to get the company own the company that his dad owns um okay so he's gonna get all this money as well uh and it's all has to do with racing so the first one is like, oh, you have to win a tractor pull, and then you have to win a car race, and then a dirt bike race, and then a, a boat race, and all this other stuff. But it's a comedy. I would kind of compare it to Hot Rod, if you've seen that movie, Fro. Uh, I, I have. This was kind of a movie that I needed this week, after everything with the election, because it was goofy and stupid, but funny. But it's just a dumb, stupid, funny movie. I give it a 4.5, probably. And I'm never ever going to watch. Okay, <laughs> it's like like the person who's not allowed in the convenience store's picture on the back wall. That's that's this movie you've got it written down. Just do not watch. Okay. It's not a Norwegian Netflix or some reason, but I. Uh, that happens sometimes. You know, like next week yeah. it'll probably show up there, or the week after. <laughs> I was looking for it. I was like, wheels? How do you spell wheels? Yeah. Uh, anyway. That sounds amazing. So want to see that. Um, also coming out. <laughs> no, we're not going to do that. We're going to watch a trailer first, maybe. Yeah, a movie that did really well this week. Uh, let him go. Ooh.
Let him go. Oh my god, I hope it's a western movie. It's very yellow so far. Okay, never mind. What I've always felt about Donnie Wee Boy. And I saw that girl can't mm, It's kind of a western, yeah. but it looks like it's more based in like the 40s or something, not like the old west. Yeah. Reminds me a little of uh, Lost in Translation, to be honest. You <laughs> married our son's widow. Got our grandson with him. Joke? You Nobody? Look, we understand. I'll find you. No, but, uh. Since we're in the neighborhood. When was Kevin Kastner's last good movie? Go careful. Uh, Where the hell are we? Apollo 13, maybe? I oh, know, that was, uh. That wasn't even Kevin Costner. <clears throat> the Postman. We can't was amazing. I, that was, that was not a good movie. So good. To answer to you. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Come with us. No. He'd kill me. Him and his mother. It's getting dark. Mm -hmm. Your grandson. He's a wee boy now. Are you one of those strange people that doesn't like uh, danger uh, dancing with wolves? Uh, no, I like that movie. Yeah. I, I think like over time, movie. probably, if I saw yeah, it now, I, I wouldn't have liked as like I wouldn't like it as much as I did back then. But he hit Lorna. Right. You hit your wife. Like. But uh, we can all agree that Waterworld is his best movie. I really liked Waterworld when I was a kid. You know, look, and you look Jesus back and it's like Christ. a terrible movie. So bad. Yeah. Kevin Costner with the vagina behind his hair. So what is this movie all about, Luke? Uh, right. Uh, Let Him Go is the name of the movie. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Following the loss of their son, a retired sheriff and his wife leave their Montana ranch to rescue their young grandson from the clutches of a dangerous family living off the grid in the Dakotas. Uh, 7.2 out of 10 on IMDb, 78% on Rotten Tomatoes, 64% on Metacritic, 82% of Google users liked it. I'm getting some heavy Oscar nom vibes off of this film, though. It smells. It smells a little Oscar. You know why? Yeah. Because it's got Boo Boo Stewart in it, and that's like Oscar bait, basically. <laughs> no, it's Kevin Costner, Diane Lane, Jeffrey Donovan. I mean, yeah. and of course Boo Boo Stewart. But <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. <laughs> Such bad joke, <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, Kevin Costner, amazing. But uh, I, I, I mean, uh, uh, did you find any reviews of this? Oh right, yeah, I went to the Facebook. Um, okay, Tom Sh Scheidelmeyer, that's a name, says, mm -hmm. uh, "Get this off! I didn't ask for it." Okay, so he didn't ask for this, okay. them to make this movie, so they shouldn't have made it, apparently. 
Uh, 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 that's why. <laughs> Paris Bailey uh, recommends this movie saying, It is a well-told story that unfolds beautifully with beautiful scenery and a surprising ending. The actors play their parts very convincingly as well. Uh, Martha <laughs> Guerrero also recommends it saying, You can just feel the emotion of the grandparents. It touched me because I am a grandma and I would do the same. Uh, Christy Ramo on uh, Google gave it one star. The entire movie theater actually laughed how awful this was. We walked out completely befuddled. Uh, it was truly the best word to describe the, how the previ- previous tricked any, uh, uh, anybody to think this was a great movie. 90 minutes of snooze fest and 20 minutes of stupidity. The end. <laughs> Diane uh, Lane and Kevin Costner are talented as ever, but the performance couldn't lift this movie up. Totally depressing. Okay. okay. Uh, another movie came out last weekend. True to the Game 2, Gina's story. True to the Game 2. There's something wrong okay. with the <laughs> the way that comes out of my mouth. Uh, I think it's yes. the two twos. Two two. Uh, the, a it journalist... Is becomes the target of a criminal. That's the whole description of this movie. Uh, starring Jeremy Meeks. That's amazing. Rotimi. Uh, oh, tomorrow Braxton. One of the Braxtons is in this. Oh, yeah. Unbreak my heart. Faith Evans is also in it. Vivica A. Fox. Ooh. Uh, Erica Peoples. Okay. Uh, yeah, there's a bunch of people. You've heard of it. Uh, the brother from the Family Matters one. is in this. <laughs> Yeah, I still haven't seen the first one through through the game. Never I've one. never heard of this movie. I didn't know there was a first one. Uh, also coming out, Kindred, played by a mysterious colonization, a pregnant mo- woman. I don't know why I almost said movie there. Uh, suspects that her family of her deceased boyfriend has intentions for her unborn child. Directed by Joseph Marconi, has Jack Loden, Fiona Shaw, Edward Tolcroft, Anton Lesser, and Chloe Prime in it. Uh, four out of four uh, out of ten on IMDb, 70% on the Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, yeah, I think that's like every movie company's dream is to be able to impregnate a movie and have it have another movie without them having to do anything. Uh, yeah. Jungle Land, a reluctant bare-knuckle boxer and his manager brother must travel across the country for one last fight, but an unexpected travel companion exposes the crack, the cracks in their bond along the way. 6.5 5 out of 10 on IMDb, 65% on Rotten Tomatoes. of Google users liked it. Director Max Winkler uh, with Charlie Hunnan, Jack O'Donnell, uh, Jessica Barden. By the way, uh, the the last good uh, movie that uh, Kevin Costner was in, according to me, at least, uh, on on IMDb is from 1994. Uh, White Earp. But where Earp was good. Uh, yeah, I guess that was a good movie. Sure. Yeah. After that, he has only been in shit. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. 
Anyway, uh, if uh, some of these movies came out this week, which one would you go and see? We haven't done that in a while. Uh, I think Jungle Land probably looks the most interesting. Yeah, I'm getting some Oscar vibes off of that one too, but it has low scores, so I'm so I'm conflicted. I would go and see Kindred uh, because I like to see horror movies. Horror. For for people that doesn't know this, because I don't know if I mention it, horror movies and documentaries are my favorite genre of movies. Love horror and love documentaries, uh, especially if they are documentaries about horror movies. <laughs> okay, audibletrial.com forward slash another digital citizen. That's audibletrial.com forward slash another digital citizen. Go get a free trial at Audible and a free book. Cancel any time in the 30 days and keep the book, and it helps us out. Mm-hmm. Uh, next week, uh, we will cover news of the week. Uh, maybe some Trump news? Maybe? Possibly. Maybe. We'll see what happens. I mean, it seems uh, like last last election, four years ago, when yeah. after everything was said and done, the podcast, I was like... I was almost kind of worried about having to do the news because I was like, we've covered so much uh, politics for the last year and a half or whatever, and now we got to move on to all other new topics. But this time around, with the news, I don't feel at all... It's like, there's (laughs) plenty to cover now that the election's over. I'm not worried about it at all. (laughs) It's not like there's a corona crisis and things like that. Right. Uh, yeah, so we will do Moonbase 8 episode 2 review. Hopefully it gets a little better. Yeah, I I expect it to, to be honest. Yeah, me too. Another digital review of Freaky. I'm going to guess that is a horror movie. Sounds like it, right? Yeah, or... Yeah, Freaky. It could be like uh, some type of uh, pole dancing movie, maybe. Mm Mm-hmm. Then I will do a main topic of something I actually don't have to ask you what is, but I will, because that is kind of the thing. Uh, what uh, We are going to do uh, skyquakes. What are skyquakes? It's a phenomenon where loud cannon trumpeting or sonic boom sounds uh, are reported to originate directly from the sky. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the trumpets sky. from the sky, bro. It's kind of interesting. Uh, I don't know why I didn't say this in in the TV round, but I was watching some Norwegian uh, documentary this week uh, called about uh, Smith's Friends. Have you ever heard of those? Uh, It's a religion. It's a religion based in Norway that has uh, like 60 million, like members or something okay it's a crazy religion we we should talk about them more uh, one one time all right we'll write it down but uh yes smith's fans um but uh and uh, uh they were talking about the end of times and things like that and trying to gather money because they need to gather money to, to uh, evangelize the end of times and I was thinking about that when you said, said the main topic about, like, skyquakes. So mm-hmm. 
I'm sure a lot of like religions would like say, oh, the the sky is thundering. It has, it is. Uh, God is angry at us. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, we'll have to see exactly. Th- I'm guessing there's probably multiple people coming from multiple angles on this. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. Anything uh, exciting in the Jeremy Corner look? Let's see. Um, not that I can really think of right now off the top of my head. You? Should we talk a little about John and Depp? I, I mean, there's so much that's happened in the past with Johnny Depp. What do you, what do you, what has happened recently? I mean, he lost his uh, case against the Sun. Okay. Uh, for defamation. Um, that is very interesting. And now they have dropped him from uh, the uh, Harry Potter franchise. I have absolutely no interest in. What? Johnny Depp they was in dropped- Harry Potter? Yeah, the new one. The, okay. The, I don't remember what they are right. called. I, I, I don't really follow Johnny, Johnny, the Johnny Depp story that closely, so you have to inform me on this stuff. Okay, so according according to to the son, he was a wife beater. Okay, uh, and then he sued uh, them for defamation, okay. and he lost. Yeah, it, it, it's top. like so impossible to win a defamation right. case, especially if you're a celebrity. So uh, and. Uh, now Mats Mikkelsen is taking over Johnny Depp's uh, uh, role in in uh, the the new Harry Potter uh, movie. Okay. Uh, yeah. Fantastic Beast, and they are called. Oh, the those movies. movies, right? Yeah. Yes. I never saw a single one. I of haven't those. never ever seen them, so I'm like. <laughs> Wasn't the, I think the bad one got pretty bad reviews, as far as I remember. The first one? No, I think the second one, uh, the first one got good reviews, the second one got bad reviews. Is that what it was? Okay. I remember one of them yeah. getting bad reviews, yeah. Right. Uh, but yeah, uh, <laughs> Sidemen trying expensive and cheap food, that was kind of funny. <laughs> That's the video I saw this week. Sure. Okay. I like Sidemen. Hey, I mean, uh, the fun, there's a funny beef going sometimes. on between uh, KSI and PewDiePie going back and forth with each other on well, is it is it the feud? It's a back and forth, I guess I'd call it. Right. It's 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 funny. It's kind I of mean, a prank that... war, maybe, kind of, in a way. Internet yeah. prank war. Yeah. I mean, the Alcorn thing is so fucking hilarious. Right. And then the painting. Right, that's kind of how it started, and then it's kind of gone in different directions since then, yeah. Right. The painting, and when he founds out, why is this so much uploaded? (laughs) And then he finds out it was PewDiePie that uh, drew him. Right. I liked it. Uh, Vin Jones uh, didn't cry at in CNN this week at all. Did I didn't see, see that. I no, I read the thing about it. I did not see the clip. Uh, <laughs> I just read that he cried over Biden or Trump losing, basically. Yeah. 
Right. So, he was happy. I guess so, yeah. Uh, it seemed like uh, there wasn't a lot of... Um, on different social media, I saw a lot of people getting amped up about it, the election, like, you know, the days, Tuesday, Wednesday. By Friday, Saturday, people had started to kind of be like, okay, whatever, I'm done. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sick of, like, uh, talking about this a little bit. Uh, and by Saturday, people were, like, kind of done with it. And then it happened, and everybody, you know, it ramped back up for the conversation about the election, so... That I mean, I think that was interesting timing in the, in the sense that like, if there would have been a winner announced on Tuesday night, that's mm-hmm. what I think would have been a catalyst for maybe some type of unrest in America, which there had been a lot of talk of. But the fact mm-hmm. that the election lasted until Saturday diffused a lot of what I think could have happened, if that makes sense. In what way? Uh, people might have been ready Tuesday to be like, okay, I'm going to go out there and protest if Trump loses or if Biden loses. But oh, by Saturday, that. they were like, fuck it. I don't, it, great. It happened finally. Yeah. Good. I, I don't care. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I'm barbecuing. It's Saturday. Fuck you. Yeah. No, I, I, I could see that. I, 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 I don't see a lot of things happening in, uh, newsworthy when it comes to this i think i think it's over i hope it's over do you think it's over oh it's it's yeah it's over uh the the republicans are just playing this out um to try to kind of maintain their base and be like hey look we're doing everything we can um but yeah it's over for sure uh, oh, by the way, talking about crazy Republicans, have you ever heard of a girl called Caitlin Bennett? Oh, sure, yeah. Okay, I found her YouTube channel this week. That was fun. <laughs> oh, this is the first <laughs> time you saw her this week? Yeah. Yeah, yep. she's a, yeah, she's quite uh, a, a, I mean, she clearly just does everything she does to get reactions out of people, and that's her whole stick. You know what I mean? I love it. Yeah, I, I think but I, 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 think I she's went a... down the rabbit hole, and I went and watched a lot of music uh, of episodes because she interviews people. I mean, that's very interesting. Yeah, but the way she questions people, she always has a way <laughs> yes. to like spin everything, and then yes, what she she's just asking for trouble, and then when she something happens, then she like calls foul, and it's like, no, you instigated right. the problem to begin with. That's not how that works. <laughs> But yeah, no, I have never, ever, ever heard about this girl before, so that was kind of funny. Yeah, she's universally hated online, to be honest. Uh, even Republicans oh, aren't huge fans of her. <laughs> wow. Well, yeah, they don't. She doesn't make them look good. She makes it look like that she they're confrontational because she's always confrontational with people. So it makes Republicans look right. confrontational. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, she had one that was like Biden for prison as one of the, the taglines. I was just, and I, I, I can't remember I laughed this much. <laughs> uh, yeah, there was, was one story that went under the radar uh, that I couldn't really confirm, so I didn't put it in the... Uh, I couldn't confirm it 100%, like 
this week, or at least not on Tuesday. But what happened this okay. weekend, Justice Department released a less redacted version of Robert Mueller's 2019 Russia report. The latest version okay. showed that Mueller looked into whether Stone, a longtime political confidant of Trump, along with WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange, should have faced criminal charges of conspiracy related to the Russian hacking. Mueller ultimately decided there was n not enough proof uh, to charge WikiLeaks. But look, here's the question I forgot to ask you in the news, because you said that uh, Trump will probably be uh, the candidate in You don't find... Well, let's go back to the, what I just said. You don't find that uh, okay, what I just so, said interesting no, in any way? That, 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 that is why I, I remembered my question. It is super interesting. I mean, if that is true... Uh, I mean, I'm reading it from CNN. That's why I didn't put it down as something. Oh yeah, <laughs> right. But uh, the, it, they definitely did redact a version of this report. Right. Uh, it's pretty yeah. much confirmed. I just didn't have enough news sources to like put it on our sheet. But uh, mm. definitely, he tried. He looked into charging WikiLeaks, and in this new redacted report, he It shows that he ultimately decided there was not enough evidence to charge WikiLeaks. Uh, I just find the timing very interesting when nobody else, nobody's paying attention to this right now because of the election. So mm -hmm. I feel like they put the Justice Department released this less redacted version now specifically so people wouldn't notice. Uh, you said that Trump could uh, uh, stand for re-election in 2024, right? There's been talk of it, is what I said. Right. Can't a president only sit for two, uh, two terms? Right. So he could only sit for one term then if he was elected in 2024? Yes. Okay, cool. Oh, okay. That was, that was my question. Okay. It was just, I was like, is there more to that question or okay? Yeah. No, 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 no. no. He couldn't sit for two terms then. Well, he would have already that's... sat for one term, and that would be his second right. term. Right. Okay. Yeah. That was my question, because I didn't, that sounded a little weird when I was like, can he really be re-elected? I, I thought it was like, yeah. I don't know if it's ever happened uh, in the past where some, there was, there, it probably has, where there was a president probably. and then a president in between and then the same president again uh, after the mid president. Not that I can think of, I can't think of one I'm right sure. now. No. No. No, I'm sure. Reagan <laughs> twice. We'll see him twice. <laughs> Wait, okay. Uh, not in, yeah, no, definitely not in that way. <laughs> no. It was said in other ways. Uh, okay, I think that's everything. I'm done. Uh, yeah, that's all I have. Uh, have a good week, everybody. Yeah, goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, citizen.